Jack is dead, tired, after executing his escape plan. But his fight for survival hasn't yet come to an end. He rests in a cave for a while. I'm sure he was dying for a shower and a hot meal. The Daughters of Aku's mission hasn't expired just yet, though, and they would kill to get their hands on the samurai. Though Jack may be scared to death of them, he hopes he can terminate their advance sooner rather than later. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Gotta recap. It is episode 94. Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, uh, lovely evening to you. Uh, and to you as well. It's a weird greeting for me to have said. Yeah. Yeah. What a thing. <laughs> I think people listen to this in the morning. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm more focused on the here and the now, <laughs> you know. If people aren't listening to this the night we record, are they really fans of the show? <laughs> and if they are, how are you doing that? I know, get the calls <laughs> coming from inside the house. <laughs> Got to sweep this place for bugs now. <laughs> yeah, God. Um, all right, Brendan, it's it's the third episode of the final season mm-hmm. of Samurai Jack. Uh, I don't have much to talk about. At the top of the episode, but, uh, you know, we're three episodes in now. Uh, I guess I'm just kind of wondering, you know, surface level, how how you feeling about this this final season of ours so far? Oh, it's fucking rad. I, I like it a lot so far. Very excited to see what they're doing with it, the direction they decided to take it. I like the serialized nature of it, really tell a whole story. It's making, yeah, like watching the show feel a lot different because, yeah, setting up the pieces to then anticipate what comes next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very cool. I'm glad to hear it. It's been a long time. It's, I now have not watched it since the time it was actually airing back in 2017. Mm-hmm. But um, now, like on my second viewing of it, I'm also having a good time, um, which is I think <laughs> important for us to stay invested in the remaining episodes in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I think it is? I think it's that they managed to make it as cool as you remember Samurai Jack being. Yeah. And like having just gone through all of the old episodes, maybe it wasn't that cool. There were like episodes here and there that were like very cool, but for the most part, it was just kind of a, a cartoon, but like this, this is like, this is the Jack you want. Like, there were a lot of episodes that were very specifically uncool. There were, <laughs> yeah. Some episodes that were dorky as hell or just <laughs> not fun no. in any way. But this is this is really like playing off that mythos of like what people remember Jack for, even if yeah. that wasn't really what it always was. Right. This is everyone's ideal version of Samurai Jack, yeah. I, th- I feel like, so far in full force. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're nailing it. Well, it's good. I'm it's yeah, as as good of a, as a time as I'm having so far in season 5. It's important to me that you're also having a good time. <laughs> what I was, if I, I was just, What if I was hating this? <laughs> I, 
We well, did, actually, Nick, this sucks. We did it for a year and a half, and now I'm like, why did we? Oh, God, we've been waiting for this. Why'd we ever start this thing in the first place? <laughs> I regret the past year of my life. <laughs> it's all wasted. At least we got to spend hundreds of hours talking to each other. <laughs> I guess that's a plus. <laughs> uh, no, it's great, though. I'm, I'm really liking it. I hope it carries through for you. I mean, I. I think I mentioned before that, like, the ending of this show is maybe not controversial, but, like, polarizing. You know, mm-hmm. people fell one way or the other. But, I mean, that's just typical of that happens. any yeah. show. Yeah. Especially one that was probably the expectations built up on so long for, you know, a 13-year hiatus. It comes back. People have, you know, the way that they always envisioned that it was going to end. And if it doesn't work out that way, it's like the confirmation bias falls apart for them. And it's, yeah. it's, it could be a mess. So, yeah, that's all right. I read uh, The Dark Tower and the ending of that Stephen King knew would be so controversial that he actually stops you and says, hey, maybe don't finish <laughs> this. <laughs> maybe, that's funny. Maybe just stop right here and pretend that this is the ending. <laughs> If this is what you want, now is the time to yeah, jump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> once you That's once really you funny. see the end, you can't you can't go back. <laughs> um, doesn't one of the Matrix video games end? I think there's a Matrix video game that ends with like a big boss fight, and it's those video games are like tangential to the storyline of the mm-hmm. movies, I guess. Um, which famously I've talked about on this podcast before. I've never seen the Matrix movies, so I'm completely talking out of my ass. That's fine. Um, but like the Wachowskis come on the screen in the video game. Oh, uh, in like that big white room with the chairs. I I have no context mm-hmm. for what that is, but um, they're like, hey. Like, this is a video game, so we didn't think it would be fun to end the video game like the actual movie did, so we put in a big boss fight for you to do instead. So, like, enjoy this part, but just know that, like, in no way is this actually how the story ends. We just, we had to make a video game, so this is what we did for you. Anyway, have fun! That's weird. That's really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, the Wachowski's directly addressing the player of the video <laughs> video game to be like, hey, look, like, this we had no choice. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it would have been better if they just did it and just did it. <laughs> and didn't say that alternate ending to whatever Matrix movie yeah. that was. Just trust that the, the viewer or the player knows that that's not how the movie ended. Oh, parallel universes, isn't that what the Matrix is all about? I, I guess so. Now I've only seen the first I, one. I have no idea. I've <laughs> I have no idea what the I Matrix is all about. I only saw the first one. I guess the new one is like a reboot, like a literal, like like the the Matrix rebooted, so everyone's back in it or some shit. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see it. Spoilers, dog. I'll watch that movie in about fifteen twenty years. <laughs> unlikely. How dare you? Yeah, highly unlikely. <laughs> God, all the movies we talk about on this podcast, and then I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Eventually, I'll do that. I don't think the only time I ever did that was the Fifth Element. Fifth Element, yeah. And you were kind of disappointed. And I didn't love it. So (laughs) I'm discouraged from ever doing it again. Uh, Hopefully we'll never be discouraged from ever watching an episode of Samurai Jack season five again. I doubt it after doing this recap. Uh, Yeah. After episode 94. That's that's the one to talk about. What could be disappointing? (laughs) That kind of makes it sound like this is the most (laughs) disappointing it's ever going to get. Which is which is not the case. What, what, what could be worse than what we're about to talk about? Let's find out. 
Here we are, Brendan. It's episode 94 of Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. I mentioned I was not going to read the unofficial titles from the Samurai Jack wiki for these season five episodes, and I didn't do it for this episode, but now it's really eating at me, and I want to know what the suggested title they gave for this this episode was. So are you going to so. do it, or what, is that the plan? Yeah, it's yep, going to be go. Jack versus the daughters of Aku. Uh, too simple. Far far too simple. Episode 94 Blood on the Snow. Um that's better. Too too deep. Uh oh Brendan, you were remarkably close. Ooh, which uh, with which with one? Your, with your first guess. Uh they suggest we can call this Jack versus the daughters of Aku part 2. Oh, because the last one was Jack versus so the Daughters of Aku. That must have been, that must have been part one, I yeah. guess. Uh, that's the last time I'm ever going to do that. <laughs> Don't make promises really you can't keep. Down. <laughs> that really let me down. I was hoping it would yeah, be something a little more descriptive of like the violence and everything, like you said, with the blood on the snow. And then they just said part two. Yep. Nope. I knew it because that's how they named all the episodes. Those people online who named all the episodes. Um, just, just these episodes, Brendan, not, not the rest of them. Nope. All of them. All 94 episodes thus far. You think if we left the naming of these episodes up to the people of the World Wide Web, they would come up with Jack, the monks and the ancient master's son. Yeah. And not something much more badass than that. I do. I do think that. No, that's the internet is so full of creativity. Just look at all the wonderful fanfic. I've been on Twitter. I know how people think. No, God, you don't. Yeah, maybe stay away from there. You do not need to know how people really think. <laughs> Episode 94, Brendan, uh, March 25th, 2017. So just as you predicted last week, Brendan, the episode <laughs> yep. does open up with Samurai Jack's bloody body floating down the river that he fell into. It has Good to. call. They can't, they can't cut any time from that. No, there was really no other way to start it. It's like the cliffhanger and then the immediate payoff on the cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Though he's still bleeding. Still got a knife stuck in his gut. Still in there. Yeah. Still, still a very fresh wound for this guy. Um, unlucky circum- circumstances for him there, but he is also what is the luckiest unconscious person to ever float down a river. Yeah. He, there, it's remarkable, really, the kinds of perils that he avoids unconscious in this river. <laughs> He's lying face up, which already is like good start. Yep, yep. Uh, he goes through some rapids and doesn't crush his skull against the rocks <laughs> in the rapids. He no, just passes by them. He's going these. down head first, too. Yeah, yeah. So he would be completely toast in any other river but this one. <laughs> Uh, his body, this is, <laughs> I laughed out loud when his body did like an underwater corkscrew to avoid like some fallen down trees in the river and then pop up the other side. <laughs> Remarkable luck this guy has. He's just that good. He's a really good swimmer, even when he's not awake. <laughs> he could do that in his sleep. Yeah, well, what a talent. Um, He plummets off of a waterfall. Again, Fine. Um, and awakens underwater and immediately grabs at his wounded body um, where, yeah, that that dagger is still stuck in his torso. Mm-hmm. He surfaces and he's clinging to life 
on a floating log and he sleeps through the night on this log, losing, yeah, just a ton of blood along the way, floating behind him in the river. Oh, yeah. Um, Still floating into the next day, (laughs) a frog hops onto the log that he's on, and Jack looks up at it, and there's a pause, and then in a human voice, the frog says, they're coming! (laughs) Yeah, I really liked that. I laughed a lot The Harbinger frog. Yeah, the frog. Definitely like a vision in Jack's like Oh yeah. Fever dream wounded mind, but like just the frog shouting at him, I thought was very, <laughs> very silly. Uh and he kicks frantically to try to swim away, but he runs out of energy and passes out. Um he awakens later that night on the shoreline, and uh it's kind of cool, like under the dark sky with the moon above him, we can see very brightly illuminated uh, dozens of tiny red cuts like all over his yeah. body. He's covered in it, which we, we didn't really we saw him getting like cut up in the last episode, but we never really saw any damage apart from the knife in his stomach. Right. We only saw the one the one big wound, yeah. but not like the other little battle scars that are all over him, which we can as- safely assume he takes those kinds of blows in like every single fight that he's in. Yeah. So. Yep. But we see all those, yeah, under the moon, but also we do see that big bloody spot right in his gut where that knife is, yeah, still stuck. He doubles over, do- doubles over in pain and picks himself up and trudges through the woods, leaving just a huge trail of blood behind him. And he sticks his hand out to support himself and leaves a big bloody handprint on a tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be important later. Well, yeah, we might we might bring that up in a in a different portion of this episode. <laughs> we'll find out. He looks off through the forest, and he can see beyond the trees the shadow of that samurai on a horseback in the green fog. Um, and as Jack keeps moving along through the forest. The samurai keeps following him on the horse. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it kind of seems to me like this the samurai vision that he's having is just like the shadow of death that's always yeah. following him. I think that could be it. Um and he feels like he's eluding it, but it's always getting closer and like it's it's ever present. It's somehow, ever present, yeah. yeah, and it's and it's getting angry that he's he's still alive and not aging. Right. Like he feels like he's guilty about it. Yep. That it's, it's all starting to add up to me in a way that like <laughs> we've spent the last two episodes being like, well, of course they're going to pay this off. And now I'm like, you know, maybe they won't. Maybe like, this is just <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still hoping that they acknowledge it in some way, but if, if that is all it ends up being, I think that still works really well. It's still cool. Yeah. I'm still into it. Um, But yeah, he, he's walking along and he finds a cave and he stands at the entrance of the cave. Um, kind of a cool visual here that we get a few different times in this this portion of the episode. His body is like all black and silhouetted against like the bright moonlight behind him. Um, and his wild hair is blowing in the breeze behind him. Um, and the left half of his body is, yeah, again, like illuminated with all those tiny little cuts all up and down his body. Uh, but the right half of his body is just completely stained red with blood, like mm. all up and down that entire side of his body. Yeah, it's a very cool shot. Yeah, he's like painted 
almost. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty rough stuff for him. Um, he enters into the cave and sits down and looks down at that dagger in his belly. And Brendan, I said to you that last week that Samurai Jack wasn't ever going to be like a gore fest. <laughs> yeah. And this scene and others in this episode completely prove me wrong. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it's it's a lot of blood, but it's not like I wouldn't yeah. call it gore. I, we, we're not seeing like guts or anything. He's but not it, chopping. It, it is a off. lot of blood, though. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's pouring out of him nonstop. And we really kind of linger on yeah. this particular moment here in, a, in an uncomfortable way. That you couldn't do if it wasn't Adult Swim. Nope. (laughs) He carefully grabs at the handle, which makes a delightful little squishy sound as it moves around inside of his guts. Yeah, it does. Um, And he groans and sweats as he slowly pulls that dagger. The camera does, yeah, again, it does not shy away from showing us that blade slowly coming out, and yeah, more and more and more fresh blood dripping out around it. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. A lot of blood going on here. Um, And he lets out a big scream, and then, yeah, fully pulls that blade out. He's dripping in sweat, and his eyes roll in the back of his head, and once again, Samurai Jack faints. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of sleeping this episode. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he has been gut-stabbed, so I can kind of understand it. <laughs> Man's got to rest when he gets stabbed it's in the gut. It's got to be fucking rough. <laughs> I can think of no worse thing to happen than being stabbed. Yeah, no. I I would rather be shot than stabbed any day of the week. I, yeah. I I prefer neither, but mm-hmm. I guess if we're going to talk about it. No, you got to, if uh, you, you had to pick one in this scenario. Yeah. Um, I'm leaning in the same direction as you, I think. Um, Jack is suffering through like some cold sweats in the night and a voice from above him very condescendingly says, look at you. And Jack looks up at it, at what is another sort of projected inner version of himself. Yeah. I like this one. This one's yeah. very fun. Yeah. Well, this fun, one's maybe fun is not on. the word, but well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a real ball of excitement. Um, this version of Jack is like taller and thinner, but also like kind of cut at like dramatic diagonal angles. Yep. Yep. And he's got a huge mouth with pointy teeth that does yeah. something that like only Aku to this point has really done where like when the mouth is open, you can kind of see through the head. Whereas usually right. like the mouth is painted onto the head. But in this one, it's like really got form. Mm-hmm. And he looks demonic almost. Yeah. Big gaping menacing maw. Um, and Brendan, uh, you'll be happy to note that also this one has a big, big old chin, just like the last one did. Is that just like a a design change that just gave Jack a big chin? And like, we don't notice it with regular Jack because he's got a big beard covering it up. Yeah. Maybe that was the true vision that they couldn't get across on Cartoon (laughs) Network all along is Jack's got a big old chin. How do we make him look slightly less like Professor X? Give him a giant chin. Yeah. Extend the bottom part of his face. (laughs) As far as you can without people, without rousing suspicion. <laughs> Although it's too late. You can no, put it past the coast. I am of suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I've got some <laughs> thoughts on this chin. Um, it's, 
the only part of him that ages. His chin gets bigger. <laughs> it's the chin, yeah. It's like, you know, when you get buried, like your nails keep growing or your hair or whatever. In Jack's case, yeah, it's the chin. If we cut to 200 years in the future, he's just chin. He's just six feet of chin. <laughs> um, I'm willing to see that. Any fanfic. <laughs> Any sort of like fan art people have made. Yeah, I'm please. Totally I would love to yeah, see that. Got to recap at gmail.com. The bigger the chin, the better. Have his sword duct taped to his chin. <laughs> More chin. We're in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yikes. This is getting. <laughs> I'm afraid of the road we're going down. <laughs> um. Yes, there's a new version of Jack's inner self here. At, whereas the last vision of Jack that we had in last week's episode was kind of like more focused on like self doubt and frustration. Um, this one seems to be more like malicious and bloodthirsty. And it kind of feels like it's, it's t- saying the opposite thing that the last one was where this one is like ch- uh, criticizing him for giving up or like, it's like, Oh, what is this what you want? Like you, you maybe you want them to kill you or it's like, wait a second. The last time we saw you, you were trying to talk him into doing it. Like, right. So like, is this a different part of his personality or is it just always, it's just doubt. So it's no matter what he's feeling, this thing is always feeling the opposite. It, I, I kind of read it as like, yeah, a different part of his personality. Mm. Like any, any like sort of turmoil inside of him. If he's going to have a conversation, like we'll little, like we may even literally see another different version of Jack at some point. Yeah. It's like a different negative aspect or something. It's like the inside out of. Yeah. Jack. Uh, that make, yeah. Yeah. That works. It's a different, <laughs> I, very strong emotion. Right. Right. Um, I would be down for that because every time they pop up, it's been like pretty striking. So, oh, far. yeah. Yep, I really liked this one. The way it moves, and like you said, the way it's drawn is very interesting. You've survived worse. This isn't about your pathetic little cut. It's about that girl you killed. We've never killed a human before, have we? Sure, mountains of robot corpses. This, this was the first human being. Real flesh and blood. What happens when the others find you? You'll have to kill them too. Can you? Will you be able to when the time comes? And I'm, I'm glad that they're like confronting that so soon rather than waiting for like the big confrontation to have this inner monologue. Like right. doing it right away. Uh, I think yeah. it's good. It works for me because that's like the one question I had was like, well, how torn up is he about that? Right. How is Jack really going to feel we don't have to spend too much time yeah, yeah. worrying about that. You're absolutely right. Um, so Jack is yeah, very clearly tormented by the fact that he's killed someone now and he's trying to come with to grips with like the morality of it. His, his own inner self is like, yeah, teasing him over it almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> uh, uh, you probably did because like you commented on the mouth of this evil version of Jack, but he makes like a very funny little face with these pointy little teeth when he says to Jack, like, Oh, maybe that's what you want is for them to kill you. It like zooms way in on his face and it's shrunk down way in like the widescreen version of the screen. Yeah. He's got this funny little pointy smile on his face. That's like, it's like this weird ass fan art that I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this whole character feels like. It's just like, 
or or the comics even like they got a different artist in there to draw yeah. this rendition. That's exactly what I thought too. I almost like harkened back to like the comic uh, where he was in the like crystal cave with yes. all like the funhouse mirrors. That's yep. kind of what I thought of. That's what I've been thinking. I think every time this blue Jack has shown up, even in the last episode, I was like, this is kind of like that crystal cave thing, which was also our least favorite of the comics. <laughs> Cause it didn't have any of this sweet dialogue. No. Yeah. It was, it was all just the fun fun house crazy things in the hotel that was called Queese. Yeah. Go back and listen to our Samurai Jack comic book <laughs> blowout episode if you want to know our thoughts on that and more. Mm-hmm. Um, it cuts to the next morning and Jack is in the cave and he hears some footsteps approaching and it's a very interesting image of, of Jack like hiding in the shadows of the cave. His face like completely blacked out but is is covered in like bright red streaks of blood. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who he looks exactly like, Brendan, is he looks exactly like the lava monster. I was going to say the same thing. Yep, it's it's very similar to the the lava veins that run through the the, yeah. the rock monster. So maybe the rock monster's blood was lava the whole time. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. If only we had known. That- I wonder if they did that intentionally like because again, we're, we're like dealing with Jack's mortality and like he he can't die. He's got to keep fighting. But this lava monster really wanted to to move on, but needed like a worthy challenge to bring him down. Maybe they're yeah, trying to like draw another some thing sort of him parallel. being conflicted, like another thing of him being conflicted about taking a life, because that's almost kind of what he was doing mm-hmm. in that episode was like taking that that warrior's life. So like maybe that is another yeah maybe maybe there are lines to be drawn here between that episode and this one which yeah. I didn't I I don't know if they were doing that and 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 maybe we're just trying to connect something that wasn't <laughs> yeah, there probably like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't think that we would be yeah like making comparisons to that episode in season five of Samurai Jack no definitely not but it's um, it's interesting to think about even though they probably weren't doing that yeah in any case. He looks just like the damn guy. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, he's hiding in the shadows and he readies the dagger. Yeah, very like scary, like depraved imagery, imagery of Jack, like hiding in the cave, waiting for whoever's coming. Um, and into the light steps the white wolf mm-hmm. from last week's episode. Brendan, I'm so thankful that he's alive. I thought you would be. When I saw it come in, I was like, ah, Nick's going to love that. Oh, I was so worried about <laughs> it. I agonized over whether or not he was dead. And I said, you know what? That wolf is dead. The wolf is not dead, Brendan. It's here. It's surviving. And it's about to make a new best friend. Oh, yeah. And it's also covered in blood. Yeah. It's the same same kind of situation. It's It's like... Most of its body is obscured in like this full black shadow, except for, yeah, the streaks of red blood covering every like other inch of it. It's yeah. pretty gnarly. Um, but Jack sees it's this wolf and his eyes soften as they kind of stare each other down. And then Jack once again passes out. He's very sleepy. Yeah, yeah he's a real sleepy boy. He's very, very tired. And he's lucky. He's lucky this wolf wasn't super hungry because he'd be dead if it was. Yeah, this would be the end of it. Um <laughs> But the wolf, I think, itself was very tired. So Jack uh, will survive another day. Um, Jack passes out, and he has a dream of himself as a young boy 
mm-hmm. riding in a stagecoach with his parents. So, uh, I, you know, I'm so excited for the wolf to be alive, Brendan, but I'm even more excited that we get to have new flashbacks. Some new Young Jack stuff. Hell yeah. Anytime they want to do this, you know that it's my favorite thing they do on this show. So, yep. Episode three of the season. Bring it on. I, I hope there are even more of them. Um, even though, you know, we got to <laughs> we got to worry about present day, Jack. We're specifically here to wrap up his story. So we can't spend too much time. <laughs> what if they spent like eight episodes of the season just on flashbacks? Let's really <laughs> settle into what it was like when he was five. And then they really rush the actual ending. Uh, and by the way, uh, Aku's dead. Goodbye. <laughs> um, there's a very peaceful scene of them riding in this stagecoach, but it's interrupted by some arrows that pierce the side of the coach. Um, and there's the sound of fighting outside. And after a few moments, there's silence. And then a voice rings out and tells the emperor that his guards are dead and that he's next. Uh, the emperor calmly stands and carries his sword outside the door with him. And Jack huddles in his mother's arms as they listen to the Emperor address these attackers. Um, the Emperor says to them, he says, your choices have clearly led you here, as have mine. Which I think is a badass line. Oh, yeah. Jack's dad rules. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> I love having him around anytime, Except for the first episode of the season where he was like in agonizing pain. (laughs) That was not as fun. Um, But yeah, he, he says, you know, you've, you've made your choice. You're here. Jack, he leaps up out of his mother's arms to look through the slats in the door. Um, And he sees his father is surrounded by a gang of bandits that are wearing like those 10 guy basket hats Mm -hmm. over their head. Um, And he offers them the choice to run away with their lives or stay here and meet their destiny, he says. Yeah, another badass line. Another sweet badass line from Jack's badass dad. (laughs) I stand by my earlier statement that I made during the birth of evil where I said Jack's dad is more badass than Jack. Oh, yeah. I'm not taking that back. Nope. He's the coolest character in the show. He's pretty sweet and he kicks ass he you know what i'd go so far as to say jack's dad whips ass oh yeah yep i don't think you'd be remiss to say that no nobody would uh call me out on that one that's that's a universal opinion um yeah he he says that to them and they laugh it off and tell him you know no you're the one who's gonna die today and in an instant the emperor draws his sword and cuts through the man who said that to him. And this thick red blood soars through the air. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get used to it, Brendan. That's kind of what this episode is. We in it. <laughs> Young Jack's eyes are like so wide looking through the slats in the door at what's going on out here. He watches his father just strike down each bandit in pretty gruesome fashion. He literally cuts a man clean in half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck that guy in particular. Yeah. Now that guy, long gone. Blood spraying everywhere. Young Jack pulls his stunned face away from the door, and there's just blood like streaked across his eyes. Where it got through the slats, yeah. <laughs> where, it, where it came through the slats in the door. And yeah, he turns around with like a stunned face and yeah, just covered in a man's blood. <laughs> a much more visceral moment for Jack than the uh 
lone wolf and cub fight scene from Jack Remembers the Past, mm-hmm. which we had kind of thought like, oh, this must have been really affecting for Jack to like see this man like strike down all these other guards with a sword. But like he watched his own dad end lives. Yeah. I got to wonder what order those happened in, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I, if if the the lone wolf and cub thing happened first, that still could have been like pretty scarring for Jack. But then to see his father do it as well. Right. And then to have that other memory and be like, oh, shit, like my dad's like that, too. (laughs) That might be a lot. My dad can fuck some dudes up. (laughs) He whips ass. (laughs) Young Jack doesn't speak much, but I do appreciate how in this episode they have him say that his his own dad uh, whips ass. Yeah, I think it was a weird choice, though, to just have Phil Lamar do the regular Samurai Jack voice for it. (laughs) Come out of the little boy. (laughs) Even though we've had other episodes of our young Jack talks with a boy's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. In this one, they just had Phil Lamar do it. It was real weird. He wasn't even doing the Samurai Jack voice either. He was just doing his own speaking voice. Phil (laughs) Lamar. Speaking, yeah. It's a really weird choice. (laughs) And then he did like a Hermes impression. As young Jack and his mother laughed and said, ha ha, I love Futurama. And then they <laughs> winked at the camera together. It was so weird. <laughs> and then they said, bite my shiny metal ass. <laughs> and then we went to commercial, which is weird because that's not even one of his lines. Yeah, no, I know. But he did it in the voice. I don't know. Just, you know, it's season five. It's Adult Swim. They can get away with whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, they were airing Futurama at the time. They were allowed to do that. Exactly. It was a crossover of it. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, present day Jack awakens with a start in the cave and that wolf is gone. Uh, Jack looks down at his wound, which is still bleeding. It's bleeding a little bit less, but it's still Mm. open. He would, I mean, we've, I've, (laughs) I've mentioned many times now, Brendan, like, yeah, he's still bleeding. He's leaving a big trail of blood behind him. Like there's a lot of blood going on here. Jack would be long dead. He's lost several men's worth of blood at this point. <laughs> there's, there's nothing left. And he hasn't eaten man. anything or drinking it or drank anything. So he's not replenishing it in any way. Like, no, no, he, he's lost more blood than he should have had in his body. <laughs> more. Yeah. More blood than a legion of men contains within <laughs> it at any one time. All the blood we saw come out of those men that dad's his, Jack's dad just hacked up. Yeah. doesn't even equal the amount that. Jack has left on fucking trees. Put a drop in the ocean of Jack's blood. That's how you know he's a man's man. Real, (laughs) like, manly men. You want to talk about masculinity? How much blood you got, bro? He's he's full to bursting with blood. (laughs) They say you're a real blood bag. They say your body's 70% water. Jack's 99% blood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All that water is just blood. He's just an an animated bag of skin full of blood. No bones or muscle or anything. (laughs) That's why he's always sloshing around when he walks from town to town. You see him like kind of roll over like a water balloon. It's like, oh, this guy, it's not really so good at walking or doing anything except for bleeding. Just sloshing around. (laughs) Uh, Yes, Jax, he's, I don't know, I guess he's doing fine. Uh, But he's got to stop this blood loss. So he picks up a small, sharp bone off the ground, and he peels a thin wooden strip off of a tree branch and creates the world's most unsanitary needle that he uses to sew up his wound. Yep. (laughs) I 
can't imagine this would work in any real world scenario. No, no, it's going to we're going to get like eight more episodes into the final episode and it's going to just cut back to him lying dead in the river. Having all just been his dying fever dream from that point forward. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, Jack, yeah, you should have cleaned that up a little bit better. Been dead a long time. Um, Later on, the wolf reappears in the cave carrying a dead bird and drops it by Jack's feet. And Jack uh, looks up the, at the wolf and smiles and then cooks the bird over a fire. And uh, they take turns like passing it back and forth to each other to like get their fill. Um, the wolf circles around and then curls up on the floor like a good dog mm-hmm. and lets out a big burp. And then Jack also lets out a big burp. Really good stuff. And they both look at each other like the OU meme. <laughs> it's, it's literally that. Um, Jack seems to have uh, made some kind of like salve that he puts on his wounds and covers it up with leaves. Uh, the wolf comes and licks that off and then licks at its own wound or, or licks at Jack's wound. Um, this is like the number one cause of infections after surgery is pets licking wounds. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that, but I believe it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Most infections, not most, but like the, the most common thing is like dogs love licking people's surgery wounds. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> We already saw, yeah, Jack sew himself up with things he found on the fucking floor. <laughs> and then this wild wolf is lapping at him with its big tongue. Like, this man, yeah, I, I think the scenario you just described earlier, Brendan, <laughs> is highly likely to occur. I, I, I wondered if you were going to enjoy the ending of Samurai Jack. I hope you enjoy yeah, Jack dying due to infection. <laughs> yeah, it's not where I thought they'd go. You said it was controversial, but... It's pretty controversial, but I mean, it's realistic. You know, sometimes you want a little bit of realism in shows like this. It can't all be, you know, cosmic forces from outer space and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, A bold stance for them to take. (laughs) Um, And then, yes, the wolf does lick at its own wounds. Um, Jack picks up like an animal skull that he's been using to collect drops of water from the cave ceiling um, and tosses some of that water on the wolf's wounds which it does not like that. And it gets right up in Jack's face and starts barking. Yeah. Well, I, I probably wouldn't like that much either. My dog would be pissed about that. Not really sure what he thought he was trying to do. Like, hey, dude, it what doesn't the even fuck? Like, clean it off. <laughs> He's literally just, yeah, like splashing it. Like they're having like a fight, like a water gun fight. <laughs> the wolf's like, no, I'm hurt. And so are you <laughs> cut it out, man. Um, The fire has gone out at night and Jack is shivering as the wolf is sleeping soundly. Um, Jack does eventually fall asleep and then wakes up to see the wolf wrapped around him, keeping him warm. And uh, they sleep together in a nice, big, warm, furry mass. It's adorable. It's very adorable. Brendan, uh, I haven't mentioned it to this point, but this wolf is fucking huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a real big fucking wolf. It's like twice his size. Yeah, it's it's basically like a Game of Thrones dire wolf. A dire wolf, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This thing is gigantic. Like we marveled in the first or the first time we saw this wolf last episode, like, wow, like 
look at these huge alien tiger things fighting off like this regular wolf. And then now we're like, oh, this is no regular wolf. Imagine how big those tiger things actually were, though. They must have been like the size of elephants. <laughs> knowing knowing how big this wolf actually is compared to Jack. Yeah, I I wish we could go back. Yeah, and really compare them to Jack because they must have been insane. Wolves are really big, though. You ever been to like a wolf sanctuary? I think there's one near us. <sighs> Wolves are big. They're fucking huge. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is that maybe is maybe not maybe, as big as this one, but right. maybe not as depicted in this episode. <laughs> no, but, but they are big, big beasts. Let's let's give wolves their due. They're <laughs> they're large boys. They're not like small husky size. They're they're massive. Oh yeah, and they'll bite you. Yeah, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> Don't Liam hang around wolves. Well, hey, God, <laughs> if anyone knows, um. Jack sits in the mouth of the cave, looking out into the forest. Um, seems like some time has passed. The The wolf walks up to sit with him, and they're both looking much, much better and healthier. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I'm kind of curious as to how much time actually did pass, though. I agree. Like, because it seemed a little weird. It has to have been weeks, right? It, it couldn't have just been days. Well, there's no way for a wound like Jack's to heal in like a couple of days, which no, I think is I, almost how it's portrayed because he like falls asleep in the river, then falls asleep in the cave, then falls asleep in the cave again. Yeah, but that's like all we see. And, so. and I think it would take months for something that deep to, to fully heal. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I yeah, I, I don't think it would take months for like the subsequent events that happen in this episode no. to have happened. So no. the timeline here is a little confusing for me as well. Yeah, that's that's where I get confused. Like, how long did it take them to get out of the rubble? Were they digging for weeks to get out of that? Like it was like the Chilean miners. They just couldn't figure out how to get yeah, out. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had the same questions, um, but they're Jack and the wolf are both doing much better now. And uh they kind of like knowingly look at each other for one last moment, and then the wolf runs off into the forest on its own. So they're both, again, on their own. Mm-hmm. So, Brendan, I don't know. What was your read of like the whole wolf scene? What do you think they were trying to convey here? That uh, well, maybe well, if I want to get all artsy fartsy about it, please. They're trying I think we have to, to. Con- they're trying to convey that these two noble lone wolf warriors. Uh, can't always do everything on their own and will sometimes need to find another to 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 share in their pain and their healing process. Okay. But otherwise, um, I think they just wanted to have him hang out with a cool wolf. <laughs> uh, I would have been fine if that was all they wanted to do. And in, <laughs> in another episode of like the earlier seasons of Samurai Jack, they might have just had him hang out with a badass wolf <laughs> yeah. and call it a day. <laughs> I'm also hoping the wolf makes a return, though. I, I'm expecting to see it again. Like uh, It's possible, yeah. Resident Evil 4, he just like goes around the corner and he goes, there's that dog. <laughs> Welcome back, friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I thought it was as well, Brendan. I'm... I I figured that it was like, yeah, like a warrior may die alone, but like with an ally, like they can survive longer yeah. and find like a better way to live, which is then contrasted with like the group of warriors that Jack will face off against later in this episode. Like maybe they don't they're not the same kind of noble warriors. So like they don't fit that same mold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're 
this is a little artsy fartsy for my taste too as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we both, yeah, read that. Maybe that is the only way to read the wolf I think scene. That, I think that's probably <laughs> what they were getting at, yeah. Especially with the parallels they were drawing in the last episode. Right, right. They like right. really wanted you to get that this wolf was like it's the same story. You're you're seeing the same story happening twice here. He's a lone wolf, but now they're no longer lone wolves. Now they're alone together. Now they're group wolves. <laughs> the opposite of alone is group, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. I thought so too. Uh, I've read a book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jack has yet another flashback to the aftermath of that previous scene. Um, his father is cleaning the blood off of young Jack's face. And uh, Jack's eyes dart over to the blood-soaked gi and katana sitting in the corner of the room, which the emperor notices Jack's eyes looking in that direction and uh, has one last lesson to teach him here. The decisions you make and the actions that follow are a reflection of who you are. You cannot hide from yourself. Super deep. Yeah. I wonder if we'll hear that again. Uh, it's possible <clears throat> in just a sh- <laughs> few short minutes time. Um, having remembered that lesson, Jack stands ready to face the challenges ahead of him as it cuts to commercial. <laughs> then it cuts back and the daughters of Aku burst out from that crumbled temple from the last episode just as we mentioned, it's been six years since they were trapped in that <laughs> temple or something insane. <laughs> or maybe their their journey to get to Jack takes a long time. You know, it, it's it's not clear. And also, I don't think that they're actually like giving a real timeline. No, I don't. I Because the implication, given the order we see the scenes, is that they break out after he's healed and then start chasing him. But there's a lot of which signs that they follow, which would not still right. be there. No, no, those would be. Long gone. At least I would. I would hope so. I don't there's know. A, Jack's there's blood one is pretty of. important one that I think uh, it's not the one on the rock in the river. The one on the tree maybe still there. Bloody yeah, rock in a river. Water definitely not it. still there. Yeah, that would wash it away very quickly. Um, probably within the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The daughters they they escape from the temple. Um, all six of the remaining ones survived the collapse mm-hmm. that Jack created. Um, but they're dragging the corpse of their slain sister with them. And they look down at her and they say, death is failure. And then they just leave her. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised. That's how they. Reacted. No, that's I think that's we we kind of had the idea that that's how they would feel about it. Like maybe they would want revenge, but they wouldn't be too broken up about it because she was weak. Right. Yeah. If she she couldn't hang, Brendan. She couldn't <laughs> yeah. Hang. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got to go. Um They follow the river to the waterfall and leap down. And yeah, they're tracking Jack by the bloodstains left all over the shore, which continues to raise questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They rest for the night and one stays awake on lookout duty and climbs up a tree and seems to be like admiring the stars in the night sky, probably for the first time in her life. Yeah. Yep. I like that the way that they hang on it. And it's definitely... uh our, our girl, right? I can't remember her name right now. Uh, Ashi? Ashi. It's definitely Ashi doing it. I would think so, because she seemed to be the only one who cared about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she's the only one I think they would bother giving any sort of character to. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Even though we don't get to know because they're at this moment, they're all still wearing the masks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so unless you also recognized her voice in addition to her hair, although to this point, I don't even think she's spoken. So that would be impossible. I don't think so. No. Um, well, in any case. Well, not they, not, uh, not when we knew it was her. Somebody speaks in the previous scene, but we don't know which right. one of them it is. Someone has spoken. Is it <clears throat> Ashi? We'll find out. Could be. I guess we won't. (laughs) Uh, They keep traveling the next day and they pass under a big bridge that Jack had floated beneath. And yeah, just like you said, Brendan, there's the blood on the rocks, which would be gone by now. Blood on the rocks, by the way, delicious. My one of my favorite orders at the local bar. (laughs) I've never heard of that. Uh, (laughs) It's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it sounded like it could be. Cut cut that. Yeah. that. (laughs) That could be like a fun Halloween drink and it's just like a bloody mary or something. <laughs> I, well see i thought it was like a blood orange vodka thing okay that works too yeah um this is a million dollar idea so you know what we are gonna cut that so <laughs> you and me can get rich and not have to do this fucking podcast anymore <laughs> um yeah the she sees the blood on the rock <laughs> just like i knew she would i literally knew this line was going to come out of her mouth she says samurai blood <laughs> It would have only been better if she tasted it first. Yeah, put it under her mask. Uh, it's him. Mm, definitely How the samurai fuck does blood. She knows. She doesn't know it's samurai blood. Could be fish blood for all she knows. Could be anything. Yeah, could just be like rust on the rock. I don't fucking know. I thought that was so. I literally knew the words samurai blood were about to come out out of her mouth. Um, they walk through the forest. Uh, and they hear a noise and hide. And this scene is interesting. Um, a doe approaches through the forest. A deer? A female deer. Oh. Um, one of them says, what is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the doe scratches at the earth, like trying to eat. And uh, another one says, oh, mother told us there would be other creatures. These girls literally know nothing of the world. Yeah, you'd think they would teach them something, like how to hunt a deer. They would probably need to know that, right? They got to eat, I imagine. I'm not sure how they have ever had food while they were living in this cave. Yeah, Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I'm not sure how they're meant to survive out in the world without knowing literally the only thing they know how to do is kill Samurai Jack. <laughs> kill the Samurai and identify his blood <laughs> by sight. And they don't even do a good job of that, <laughs> as it turns out. Um, a big stag approaches from the forest and uh, they see its horns on its head and they think it's an agent of Aku. Which I think is very funny. I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really clever uh, one of them says it will devour the weaker one. <laughs> so I almost kind of wish it had. It <laughs> just starts eating it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, these girls are maybe smarter than we thought. <laughs> Deer will do that, you know, in the just real world. <laughs> take big chunks out of the other one's necks. Hey, you know, you're weaker. There's no place for the weak. And I'm hungry. <laughs> um, no, they they... <laughs> The deer do not eat each other. Uh, They start nuzzling each other, and the girls are horrified to see this. One of them says, I don't like it. Yeah, what are they doing? I don't know. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. Make it stop. Um, (laughs) Intimacy makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) She draws her weapons. (laughs) I'm not familiar with love and affection. I only know pain, and I'm not long for this world. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, she steps out to break up this this deer love fest, and they run off into the woods. Um, then they spy the tree where Jack's bloody handprint has been left, and then, yeah, just a trail of blood leading off into the forest. So they're back on the hunt. These deer side games, they're, they're done. Back to the main mission. Yeah. They draw their weapons and run off in the direction of that blood trail. They reach a big clearing, and they stop as through the forest rings out Samurai Jack's voice calling up from above. Um, they look around through the trees, but Jack is nowhere to be found. And uh, just as we alluded to earlier, he delivers the same line to them, the same line to them that his father had delivered to the bandits all those years ago. You have chosen this path. Life works in strange ways. Your choices have clearly led you here. As have mine. I will give you a new choice. Leave here now and live. Or stay and face your destiny. Our destiny is your death! So, I guess you're staying. And they try to shut him up and really all they just want is for him to die. They have, they have no other things to say to Jack other than you're going to, de- to die. Yeah. We want you to die. Stop talking so you will die. <laughs> yep. They really stick to that. That's their one, yeah, line of logic here is this guy's got to go. Um, It's starting to snow and it's really cool. The landscape starts to slowly disappear in like complete whiteness, mm-hmm. which plays out in a lot of interesting ways throughout the rest of this scene here yeah they got a lot of cool shots uh and they've been doing it a lot this season excuse me they've been doing it a lot this season where it'll be like a fully black scene and you'll have like things lighting up or in this case it's a fully white scene with like the yeah the black figures of the daughters running through it yeah yeah it's cool they're playing with color in an interesting way so far maybe anyway maybe they they knew how much people liked the jack or the samurai and versus the shinobi and we're like let's just (laughs) do that a lot I do. I mean, I literally do have written down in my notes here. This is almost like a new version of the fight from Jack versus the ninja. Yeah. 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 I mean, after 13 years, it had gained enough of a cult following where people would see it and they go, oh, they do like the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, But I'm into it. Um, Yeah. Complete whiteness on the landscape here. And the daughters of Aku are standing in a circle with their black figures very clearly visible against the white snow and the camera swings around each one of them as they wait for what comes next. And they're standing there with their weapons drawn. Um, the camera pans past the last daughter of Aku in the circle and from beneath a white layer of snow, <laughs> Samurai Jack emerges and plunges a fucking spear straight through her chest and she falls over dead. Yeah, he took her down quick. <laughs> like and they just start falling from here. <laughs> yeah, from this point on. Yeah, that KD ratio we were talking about <laughs> last week is creeping up and up and up. Top he was of the leaderboard. He had a lot of doubts last time so he wasn't performing at the top of his game, but this time around he came ready to fuck shit up. This is the most confident man. That we've ever seen. What and a fighter. God damn is the fight scene cool. 
It's really fucking cool. Um, but it starts with this one kill. She falls over dead. I literally sat in my seat and I went, ah, <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, they're, they're fighting in this all white battlefield. A black crow flies by and one of the daughters hurls a dagger through it for no really for good no reason. reason. She just kills that bird. Anything has to die according to her, hurls a dagger through it and pins it to a tree that we can't actually see. Yep. And Jack emerges from behind that tree, hurls another spear that goes through this girl, killing her instantly as well. Yeah, he takes two of them out with the same kind of weapon. They're both just like sharpened sticks, essentially. Yeah, very crude tools that he uses to his advantage quickly in mm-hmm. this fight. Um. So, yeah, Jack's flashbacks that he had when he was talking to his dad, I feel like they kind of they taught like two important lessons. I guess the first one is like Jack's lesson of his self and his own destiny. Like he is a samurai and Mm -hmm. this kind of life and these kind of actions are just part of that game. Yeah. And he's here for a reason. Everything his whole life has always built up to each battle in turn. Exactly. He's he's been spending his entire life preparing to do like this exact thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he spent so many years killing robots, but like that's not what he was trained to do. He was just trained to like survive and fight and defeat the enemy. So like he he does kind of have these realizations from his father's message that like, you know, you you are who you are. Mm-hmm. Um and if it, it doesn't matter what the enemy is, like you're not doing a bad thing by doing this. This yeah. is just the way it has to be. And and a big part of it, I think, is is the the what happens after part of that thing, like the your actions and then what happens after that is what defines you. Right. Uh, and that's like more important than the action itself. So like he forgives yes. himself for killing that girl very quickly, which I'm glad. I, I, I like that it didn't become this whole struggle throughout this whole fight with him going like, oh, right. should I, should I not? Like they they got yeah. it out of the way. They, they had that confrontation with himself and then very clearly painted that like, no, it's not wrong to to do what you need to do. Right. He grieves like that loss of innocence that we talked about yeah. last week, like very quickly. And then it's on to the next one. He's like, yeah. all right, this is this is just like a part of the gig. So yep. it is what it is. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's good that they didn't belabor that point in any way. So that was nice. Um, so that's the first lesson that he kind of learned. And then I think the second one that he learned is that, you know, his dad talking to the bandits saying, you know, your your actions have you've chosen the actions that led you to this point, And now, like, it's time to live up to those. I feel like Jack learned that lessons and said, hey, you know, the, the daughters of Aku have made their bed and now it's time to lie in it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I I am who I am, but also they chose who they are. Mm-hmm. And like, I there's nothing I could do about that. Like, they're just. If, if they're going to come after me, like they made this choice. Yeah. And he gave them so. the out. And I think that's all that he could do. Like give yep. them the option. Walk away if you want. If you're not going to, then I will have to fight you. Yeah. So, um, you know, this it's it's good to have him like in these the, those two lessons, like have Jack like living up to like the noble samurai standard that yep. we kind of know from him in the past. Yeah, it's it's very well done. Yeah, very cool. And it's good. It's a good quick way to have a move on from that that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so here he is, cold blooded killer Samurai Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, he runs off through the snow, 
And once what what was once seven daughters is now four daughters that chase after him. Um, he runs up a platform that is obscured, obscured by the white snow, and then it blows away to reveal that Jack is standing on a fallen down tree. Mm-hmm. Um, they run into attack, and then yeah, they have like a a series of skirmishes here that like a lot of them I can't describe in too much detail because that's kind of the nature of how this show goes, and I've lamented these kinds of fights yeah. many times in the past. Um, but just like you said, Brendan, this whole fight scene is choreographed very, very well and kicks a whole bunch of ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They chop his spear in half and they're all swinging and he's blocking and whacking him in the face. Yeah. It's especially made cool by the fact that they all have different styles of weapons. Mm-hmm. So, like, he has to fight them off in different ways and, like, they all have their different attacks that they're launching at him. It's very, very cool. <laughs> all cool style. It's all cool style is really the best way that I can describe <laughs> it. I can't I won't spend time telling you every single sword swipe, just the important ones. No, go go watch the show. It's worth it. But also That's, keep listening to us. Yeah, but also stick around after that and <laughs> we'll still be here, please. Um, they pin Jack up against a tree, but he manages to break free. Uh, the the one girl with the twin blades swings at him, but he dodges her attack and then strikes one of the blades from her hand, and then he catches it. Um, the girl with the giant club attacks him and does get a hit in, but he knocks her away and then fucking hurls that blade that he's holding onto and pins her through the gut to a tree behind her, and Brendan, I screamed out loud again. <laughs> yeah. Fucking God, they're dropping like flies. <laughs> they're going down so much quicker than I ever thought <laughs> was possible. Because this is made to be, after two and a half episodes, this is the big bad of yeah. season five of Samurai Jack. Yeah, and, and it's about this point in the fight you start wondering what they're going to do once they're all dead. Yeah, where where can it even go from here? Are we just going to go back to Aku? Like, is it going to be Aku again? Because I don't, I don't know if... That's as interesting, especially where we see Aku's mental state in last yeah. week. Like, he doesn't seem up for it. No, no. But yeah, these these baddies are they're going down one by one. Samurai Jack has no reservations now about taking these human lives that are, are coming after him. They're coming after him. Well, he's coming after them. Mm-hmm. Um, just three of them left, Brendan. There's the one with the chain whip. And there's the one who... Uh, pulls a sword from the slain sister on the tree. Then there is an inconsistency with the other one. The last one had a spear when we saw her earlier, but in one shot, she's she's holding that big-ass club that Jack knocked away. Oh, I didn't even notice. But then Jack in the next shot is holding that same big-ass club, and then in the next shot after that, she's holding onto the spear again. So, Mm, I don't know. I didn't notice. These things happen. If we can let the shoes go from last week's episode we can let the club go from this three shot sequence in fight. <laughs> that's fair it's it's fine it's fine <laughs> the shoes were way more egregious <laughs> they, they did it and it happened over like the course of the whole episode the whole, the whole goddamn episode <laughs> we still haven't gotten any answers to our emails by the way and we did send in those emails to the company <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll keep at it for the people. This is a fight for the people. <laughs> people need this to know. Us. They deserve to know. Yeah, they deserve an apology at the least. <laughs> um, the uh, the girls huddle together and stand in a line. Uh, one 
by one in a row. And from Jack's perspective, they kind of look like one single fighter with six arms and yep. lots of weapons. Brendan is Brendan. Is this the kind of thing that you were looking for? It's not, uh, but it's fucking cool as hell. Anyway, I was looking for more like uh, he gets punched and then the, she disappears into the shadow and then gets punched again from a different direction. He thinks it's the same person. Like, how do they move or how did she move so fast? But this where they like literally become one person and like yeah. it's it seems like it's more than just his perspective because like we see the fight from different shots. So right. if it's not his perspective, it's our perspective and he doesn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me more like they actually kind of combined it, uh, and then when they separate, <laughs> it kind of even feels more like that. That's true. Yeah. Like he's knocking them back into reality. Yeah. Or something. Um, it's a, it is a really cool, badass visual, though, of them like the the multiple fighters that yeah are meant to look the same, finally becoming the same. Yeah. And then like having six arms and fucking full attack power. It is really cool. It's very neat. I liked it a lot. If only there had been seven of them for this maneuver. Too many arms. How do you even draw that? I can't even count. I couldn't even <laughs> tell you how many that would be. <laughs> Neither can I. I'm that's, bad at maths. That's a problem. We should know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the three remaining daughters of Aku now is this one kind of weird combined fighter. They run in and swing at Jack, who blocks away as many attacks as he can with that big ass club. Um, they do manage to get some cuts in on him and that chain whip wraps around his ankle and tosses him away up into the air. Um, they leap up in unison too. So again, still they're like one entity. Mm -hmm. Um, they leap up to meet him in midair and try to strike, but he blocks their attack and then clubs them away like he's Barry Bonds. (laughs) So does that work? Is Is that a football guy? I'm going to keep doing it every opportunity I get. <laughs> and I'm going to keep saying the same thing. <laughs> really funny, Brendan. You know what I'm talking about, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, congratulations to David Ortiz, sworn into the Baseball Hall of Fame this past weekend. Oh, there you go. Good yeah. on him. A good a good guy that I watched play many games. It's about, it's about time. Anyway, Jack swings away with this big old club and knocks those three girls out of midair and they go flying off in opposite directions and they surround Jack again and spar for a moment. Um, Jack starts just like swinging that club wildly. And then there's a long pause as (laughs) they kind of surround Jack as he's just standing there, like trying to catch his breath after this wild onslaught that he just gave. (laughs) Yeah. They don't even seem tired. It just seems like he is. Yeah, it was a very ineffectual swing in the bat around. Yeah, not connecting with anything, just like hoping that one will really only one is all you need. I guess. Yeah, with something like that. Uh, It's kind of like in the last episode when he was just punching the air in front of him, hoping to catch one of them as they ran by. (laughs) But this time he can see them. Yeah, um, he should rethink his strategy. Um, They resume the fight and Jack runs away and they follow Jack climbs up a tree and one climbs up behind him, but then he jumps good to another fallen down tree. Yeah, he does. I don't even know if he actually jumped like jumped good capital capital J capital G, (laughs) but it was a it was a good jump. Yeah, I'll take it. Good enough for me. He forced jumps over that other tree. I'm just happy to know he still has 
the ability you yeah, know, after the, all this time. The only thing that carries through. <laughs> the only consistent Jack power up is the jumping good. <laughs> if there's a moment in season five of Samurai Jack where he says the words jump good, I'm going to lose my shit. I, I will. Yeah. I'm going to flip my TV over in excitement. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do when I watch a really good TV show. I've I've burned through so many TVs. Yeah, your TV budget is insane. Oh man, watching Breaking Bad, I I was a <laughs> regular at the Best Buy down the street. They always had one on reserve for you. <laughs> I know each uh, Monday. Hey, did you like last night's episode? Hey Nick, the Loved regular. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. I'll take another one, Johnny. <laughs> I get excited. What can I say? Um, yeah, Jack runs out to the end of that tree, which is surrounded again in like a white space, like earlier in the fight, uh, which clears a way to reveal that they're suspended from this tree over a huge cliff with a giant drop off to a forest way, way down below Mm -hmm. certain death to anyone who might fall from this height. Anyone who falls into there, any single person going to die in this scene. If they fall down there, there's no (laughs) way that they're going to survive for seven more episodes of this season. It's just not going to happen. It's not possible. Brendan. (laughs) Stop suggesting that it could, because it can't. Um, The three daughters have Jack cornered on this tree and uh, he lets that club drop to his side and puts up his fists ready for the fight. Mm -hmm. The girl with the spear leads the charge. Uh, Jack leaps up and kicks her in the face and there's like a little spray of blood from her mask. Yeah, there's a pretty gruesome cracking noise. Crunch. Yeah. Yeah, he, he really smacks her good in the face and... He dodges some of her attacks and then fucking <laughs> grabs yeah. her by the shoulders and just hurls her off of the tree he to just her death. Throws her. <laughs> of all the kills in this scene, <laughs> that one had me cracking up. He just like he does a bunch of sick flips and he gets behind her, then he jumps over her again and then just puts his hands on her shoulder and yeets her off the cliff. <laughs> just like, and off you go. <laughs> So long, you Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he just hucks her off of this freaking thing, <laughs> off to her doom. It's really funny. Yeah, he like gets all ready to fight and then just grabs her and whoop. The only thing that could have made it funnier is if they played like the goofy scream, the wahoo, The wahoo. <laughs> yeah. Or if she like stopped in midair and held up a little sign that said like, uh-oh, and then <laughs> fell down. Yeah. Wily e. Coyote style. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty, <laughs> the, maybe the funniest death. Oh, yeah. Um, hurls her off the tree. She's gone. There's only two left. Um, the girl with the twin blades runs in. And Jack closes his eyes and readies a fist. She reaches him and he just slugs her once in the <laughs> face. I think the implication is that he breaks her neck. I see think her, so, too. You see her head, like, spin all the way around with this another horrible crunching noise. Yeah, he, he cracks her mask in half, but then there are more cracks that occur. So I think you're, I think yeah. you're right. Something got severed in there, and she does, like, a full 540 spin. <laughs> and then right off the branch, and she's gone, too, now. Off she goes, down to the forest <laughs> below. Um, So all that's left, Brendan, is just the one girl... 
with the chain whip. I wonder who it could be. I wonder. I hope it's Ashi. I hope so, too. No, actually, she was the one who got pinned to the tree by the uh, sword. Earlier. She's the one who got speared immediately at the beginning of the fight. <laughs> the first one. Yeah. She's actually the one who died in last week's episode. She just changed her hairstyle before that. Yeah, they just didn't show us that. It wasn't important. Right. Yeah. They were just fucking with us. <laughs> um, now, the last fighter, she uh, launches one end of that chain at Jack, who lets it, he lets it wrap around his wrist kind of pulls the other end of the chain and uh, she runs at him and swings from the chain beneath that fallen down tree and knocks him off. And so they're both kind of swinging with that chain wrapped around the tree, just like kicking at each other as they pass by in midair. She put a lot of faith into him being able to stay on the tree when she did that jump. Because it's like, it's only wrapped around his arm. And if she had yanked him off when she jumped down, they'd both go down. They were both going. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I don't know. She's heard all these tales about how strong Samurai Jack is. So <laughs> she had a lot of faith. Although, I don't know. He or maybe of, she didn't care. Maybe as long as he went down, too, that's all she cared about. That was the mission. That's the only reason that she's here. Yeah. So, um, in any case, they're both kind of flailing wildly now in the air on this chain. Um, and Jack kicks her in the face, kind of knocking her off balance and then leaps his way back up on top of the tree and she's hanging on uh, the hooked end of that chain, like desperately clinging for life. And uh, her mask has come off and we can see Brendan. Yes, of course it's Ashi. It's Ashi. I hope she says something cool and doesn't do this bitch and whine. She should. Yeah. Have like a cool, like death line. Like, ah, well foiled again, samurai. <laughs> I'll uh, get that was you a next cool time. <laughs> um, Yeah, she could have something really cool to say. Instead, what she decides to do is start spouting this very long rant about how Jack will die. They will kill Jack. Aku will celebrate that Jack is dead. Um, Kind of just on and on and on about (laughs) die, die, die. Uh, Never ending rant here from her. And Jack's (laughs) eyes are staring very blankly ahead and he's not listening to a word that she's saying. Nope. He doesn't give a shit. He's heard this kind of spiel before. Um, so it, it has no effect on him as he unwraps the chain from his wrist, which is the only thing holding Ashi up. And he calmly lets go as Ashi plummets to the depths below. Where she will certainly die. Where she will be dead. There's no other answer. No. Nope. Anyone no who falls down this. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a single soul. Nope. No matter how good they are at jumping or if their name <laughs> is in the title of the show. No matter show. how titular of a character they are. Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> no one could survive this. And uh, Jack knows it. He takes a deep breath. He's relieved because, Brendan, the daughters of Aku were only three episodes in. It's They've seemingly been completely defeated. Yeah. And Jack Wild. is safe. You know, for now, mm-hmm. there's always something else lurking out there. But what was promised to be like the greatest threat to him ever is now gone. Like, yeah, after a short amount of time. Yeah, it is a little, um, div- little bit of a disappointment, honestly. Um, Yeah, I can see that. Um, You know, who knows what else lurks in the remaining seven episodes that we have here. But like it is it is wild that we spent so much time on like their origin story and and. Like their their singular purpose of being created for defeating him, and then yeah, by this point 
they are no more. It's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, Jack, Jack has one and he, he takes that deep breath, but there's a snapping sound from beneath him. Not good, Brendan. Not oh no. Good. What could it be? I'll tell you what it is. It's the tree. <laughs> the end of the tree that he's standing on breaks off and Jack screams as he falls to the ground below where he will certainly die. Oh my God, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Talk about a cliffhanger, or should we say tree hanger? <laughs> we shouldn't say that. No. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Brendan, the fight is over. Jack Jack is victorious over mm-hmm. the daughters of Aku. It was fucking rad. It was pretty cool. I, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess I wasn't really sure if I was ready for, like, Jack kill, Jack killing spree episode. Yeah, yeah. It seemed a bit early after the last one. Because uh, we, we had talked about, um, even in this episode, I'm glad that they didn't belabor it. But right. it, it didn't seem like they were going to go from him being torn up about killing one person to, in the next two minutes, killing the rest of them. Yep. Um, I would have thought they would at least have some more of him like running away to, to wrap this episode up and then the fight be the next episode. Right. Like even that w- I think would feel like it's enough spacing. Not that I think it, it didn't fit or that uh, I didn't like it, just that it seemed a bit quick. It was surprising. It was surprising yeah. that it happened so soon. I, I feel the same way. I don't I don't dislike the way that it went. And in fact, I particularly do like yeah, like yep. the uh, lessons that like Jack's dad handed down to him in flashbacks. And like that was enough to push Jack to the point where like he was ready to accept his role and like what he needed to do. But I, I, I feel the exact same way. It was almost like a little jarring, just at like the velocity at which that that mental switch flipped for. Oh, him yeah. Was, yeah. Was and like maybe some of that had to do with this passage of time that we are not quite sure of. Like we don't right. know how long it's been. He had that inner turmoil immediately when he entered the cave, but then it seems like he might have been in the cave for a long time. Yeah. Um, Un- unclear. Yeah, so maybe there was a good amount of time of him actually battling with it, but for us, it was a matter of minutes between like you killed someone <laughs> to like mowing them all down. All, every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them in gruesome fashion. Yeah. Um, very cool, though. Although it is a bit concerning now. Uh, one, because the main antagonists of the show are seemingly entirely dead. Uh, and they've also done so much ramping up of like the tension in the action in the past three episodes. There's no way they can continue that for the next seven episodes. Mm. Like there's got to be some kind of lull. And I'm wondering how long that's going to be or like what that's going to mean and what like if it's going to ramp up further than it has so far or if this is kind of the peak of like the tension in the action and it's kind of going to go more regular samurai jack from here. Right. Um it's it's just a little weird. The, the pacing seems difficult to follow up. Yeah. It's not that the pacing has even been done poorly, but it's right. just as you said like what now can they do? I mean, I have more of an idea of what they will do. Mm-hmm. Um and and there are definitely some moments where it is like more familiar, fun Samurai Jack that we used to have, which is kind of, you know, ultimately a good thing. Yeah, you don't yeah. want it to be super grim, dark, serious Samurai Jack when they bring yeah. it back. And you, you know? can't have it just constantly ramping up. You need to have 
ups and downs, like right. to, to lull you back, like action, action, and then some rest to, to recover and then more action. But it's just, they've already set the bar so high in these first three episodes for like what the action is now that it's like, if it doesn't hit this point again, it's going to feel bad. I think, <laughs> uh, I can't say, I can't, I can't say anything uh, yeah. to that effect, but, um, I think you're going to have a good time going forward. Oh, well, good. That's, that's all I can say. Um, but we've, I mean, we've had a hell of a time so far through oh, yeah. three episodes. Yeah. The, just like you said, yeah. Ramping up that tension through like every single step-by-step thing that we've had in each of these episodes. And now, yeah, kind of finally paying it off in this big climactic battle, mm. um, which the whole thing was done really, really well. Like after, all this time and like some other shows haven't come along and showed like shown like martial arts animation in like a high definition format. Mm-hmm. Um, something that like Samurai Jack that had some really cool kick-ass fights back in even 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that it's, you know, 2017, like all the lessons that they've learned along the way have paid off into what is like definitely one of like the coolest singular like fights that Jack has ever had oh, yeah. on this oh, show. Yeah. Even if it wasn't of like epic proportions against like some otherworldly like opponent or in like some grand spectacle, like big arena or something like that. It was like a very simple fight of like Jack fighting like a group of girls in the woods with simple weapons. Yeah. And like that's, that's all it was. And it ruled. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I think it accomplished what it was trying to do, which I think now, having seen the first three episodes, which kind of feel like an intro back to the show, like these three together are like putting you back into the world of Samurai Jack and kind of like getting you caught up and getting him, like we said last week, back to a place where he was. Right. I think a lot of the the struggle that he was having in these first few episodes was that he he was like bored of it. You could see that in his face when things would happen. You Even at the beginning of the last episode with the giant destroyer drone, he just kind of like slowly gets off his bike and chucks a spear and it's over. So like the fight is easy. The fight has kind of gone out of him. He doesn't care anymore. And it took these, these characters that were set up to, to kind of seem like the main villain, but really all they were, were like the call to action again to like, Hey, you can't, you can't keep skating by. Uh, you have to get that fight back. You have to start taking things seriously again. Right. Like um, a catalyst for Jack's. Exactly. Like- yeah. His, his way back into being who he's really supposed to be. Yeah, and I think that was a part of, like, the, the big lesson in this one that he was learning was also, like, he has to he has to be there in the moment. He can't just keep getting by with doing what he's always done uh, if he ever expects to accomplish anything. Like, he had given up. We'd seen that. But maybe now with this, he's he's got a renewed sense of, like, Oh no, this is still a threat. These people are still coming after me. I'm not just going around killing robots all the time. Right. Um it's cool. I like I like the way that it kind of works as like a a return to form. And this is even something that we saw in like original Samurai Jack as this guy like every now and then he does kind of need like a reminder of <laughs> the mission or like a reminder of like what, who he is and like what he can do. Like, yeah, I think of episodes like Jack and the monks or like mm-hmm. Jack and uh, the, Aku, the Aku infection, like things yep. like that. It's like every now and then 
like he kind of maybe strays too far or, or like something goes wrong and like he does. Yeah. He, he needs this kind of reset to, yep. to get back on back on the path. I mean, those, those events didn't happen after 50 years, like the ones that in this season so far, like those were all strung together events in the, the prior seasons of Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one was like a little more intense, I think, than any of those moments that oh, yeah. he ever had. But he'd also yeah. fallen the farthest uh, exactly. that we've seen. Right. Yeah. So this was like the pick me up that he needed to remember like, oh, like I am this guy. This is my mission. And also like there are serious threats in the world that mm-hmm. like only like I, I have to be prepared and like willing to answer the call. Yes, like, exactly. When, when it yeah. comes up. Um. So, yeah, I, I think so far we're off to a really good start. Yeah, of like reintroducing us to the character, which is also a funny thing that we've talked about many times over of like <laughs> you and me didn't spend 13 years waiting to like see what was next for Samurai Jack. We only spent like a handful of weeks. So like yeah. we didn't need necessarily a reintroduction for the character, um, but it is cool like for the story to have him kind of like rediscovering his his role yeah, as, I, as the guy he is. So. Even just for the character himself, because he had this motorcycle and guns and heavy armor and everything. And Crazy it's like, shit. <laughs> that's not Jack. None of that is Jack. You need we need to strip that away from him. He's he's coasting now. Right. He um, learned it and we learned it. Yeah. I think it was very cool. Very well done. I could see these. I don't remember how they presented them. I think the first two aired at the same time. I think I've said that the past three episodes, but um, I feel like these three really work kind of the way the first three episodes of the main series worked, where it was like a big setup for the grander yeah. picture. Yeah, that's that's a good kind of parallel to draw for that, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, things get different going forward, but um, there are good moments to be found, and I'm really looking forward to getting into those in the coming weeks. It's going to yeah, be same. fun. I'm very excited to to see where this goes from here and how it, how it wraps up. It's ugh, man, Brendan, we, I mean, Hey, we've only got seven more episodes to do it. <clears throat> yeah. Just a, just a couple more months, just a few more months. And then that'll be it for this. And then, uh, we'll figure out what's next for us. But like, I, I'm so invested in the show now that like, I don't even want to start thinking about what's next. Yeah. Like, I'm so, I'm so deep in the samurai Jack's zone. Now I'm like, yeah. yes, Bring on more of it. I will this, be watching the next episode as soon as we stop recording tonight. I will tell you that much. This has done a, a lot to like reinvigorate me personally, at least like it's it's, you know, doing it for so long. Not to like say that I don't like doing it at all. I love doing this, but it, you get to a point where you're like, all right, another fucking filler episode of Samurai Jack. Here we right, go. Like, right. It's like almost like a routine with some yeah. of the things that they were doing. It's like, OK, well, let's go through the motions. Not I mean, again, not to say that we're not yeah. enjoying going through those motions, but it. <laughs> It is it is a different feeling. I, I know what you're trying yeah. to say, uh, but I'm, I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm having a great time. Me as well. So I guess we'll see what comes with episode 95 next week. But that was episode 94. Hell yeah. Of Samurai Jack. Uh, really, you know, episode what? 50, 55. Don't do don't this. Know. This never works. <laughs> I don't know. We, we've never been right. right. I think I might have actually been right this day, but you know what? I'm not going to go back and and look to confirm (laughs) that. I'm just going to tell myself that I did it right, and we're all (laughs) going to feel really good about it. Um, Yeah. Episode 94 of Samurai Jack. Uh, The two hosts of this podcast are having a a good-ass time with Mm -hmm. Samurai Jack Season 5. Yep. Let's keep that going. 
Uh, Brendan, no emails for us this week. Bummer. I know. Got to recap at gmail.com is the email address. If you did want to reach out to us, um, let us know your thoughts on Samurai Jack, you know, this season so far, um, hopes and dreams for what we have coming up in the next seven episodes of this final season. Um, any thoughts on previous episodes, pretty much anything you got on Samurai Jack or Cartoon Network, um, you know, definitely send those our way. We will be more than happy to read them on the show. At Gotta Recap on social media, hit us up there as well with your thoughts. Uh, check in on the conversation there. Uh, also head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. That really helps to sort of get it uh, spread out into the world a bit more. And that's that's what we want. You know, try to get as many people listening to this as we, we sort of wrap up the Samurai Jack portion of the show. You know, along with that, you know, go tell your friends about the show. They've got so many episodes they can go back and listen to now. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't have to wait week by week for us to, you know, keep going on. They can they can go through the whole back catalog. And there's oh, some, yeah. we've had some great times on some the show. Some real winners we? in there. Oh, yeah. Haven't we, folks? Haven't haven't we all had a good time on this this crazy train of ours? Check out some of our bonus episodes where we yeah. find out which Samurai Jack character we are. <laughs> Spoilers: It got weird. <laughs> My favorite bit of that was how the guy who wrote the quiz didn't even want to be writing the quiz. <laughs> he didn't want to be there. I very much wanted to be there taking the quiz, but um, yeah. You want to know what we're of- talking about? You got to go back and check it out. Yeah, I, I won't say a single word more. That's content you could be <laughs> downloading for us, and then we get that money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that money we're getting? <laughs> wait, you're getting money? <laughs> Hold on, wait, what? <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, please help spread the word about the show. That would be uh, much appreciated by us. Uh, Brendan, mm-hmm. there's a lot of dead characters. A lot of characters died. In this week's episode, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I'm dead tired, so I think we better shut down this episode before we run out of steam and can't talk anymore. And now, now I've even now I've even ruined my transition by continuing to talk. <laughs> you just kept like doing I, it. <laughs> like I said that I like I said that we shouldn't. I just kind of kept doing it, so I completely blew it. Ah, uh, yeah, that bit is dead. Hey, uh, thank you. Um, (laughs) We'll see everybody next week for episode 95 of Samurai Jack. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.